0: Hi everyone. Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 217. Today we're going to be talking about tips for reducing food waste. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about tips for reducing food waste. So, I think growing up, you know, all of us were kind of taught about not wasting food because there's other people in the world that don't have an opportunity to have so much food like we do, and um, I think that's kind of more the aspect of how we're taught about why we shouldn't waste food, and while that's definitely important and we should all be grateful for the food that we have and realize that we're lucky to have so much and not have to you know, ever worry about um, not being able to eat. Um, I think one of the things that isn't always talked about is the cost associated with wasting food. If you kind of picture yourself throwing money in the trash every time you're throwing out uneaten leftovers or produce that went bad because you didn't use it in time, it kind of gives you a whole different perspective because if you think of it, you did take money that you earned, went to either the store or to a restaurant or wherever and purchased that food, and now you're throwing it in the garbage. So you spent money on stuff, and now you're tossing it out. So you're essentially, you're throwing money in the trash for food that didn't get eaten. Um, I never understand when I go to like a restaurant, especially with people that aren't like my immediate family, so you can't really like say something. But, um, you know, they'll have like this huge amount of food left on their plate and the waiter or waitress will ask them, um, you know, do you want to have that wrapped? And they'll say no. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why wouldn't you get that wrapped? It just drives me, it drives me crazy to just kind of, I mean, if you don't like something, that's different. But I mean, you know, if, if you like the food, like you just paid so much money for it, why wouldn't you take it home and eat it? Um, it, just, it it's just something that I personally always get everything wrapped And If someone in my immediate family isn't going to wrap something or doesn't want to take something home, I scoop it into my tray because I'm like, no, we're taking that home. We paid for that food. Um, but anyway, so it's it just kind of recognizing, you know, that when you're throwing food in the trash, you're throwing away money that you spent on that food. So, um, although we want to waste as little food as possible, we also, it's also unrealistic to set a goal of zero food waste. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge that wasting food is a big waste of money, but at the same time, you don't want to traumatize yourself every time you do have to throw food away because I do think it's probably pretty impossible to be perfect and have zero food waste. Um, The goal is to do everything that we can to use up as much of that food that we purchase as possible, but sometimes even when you're really trying to make sure that everything will get used up, something ends up needing to get thrown out occasionally. Um, Maybe you bought produce that wasn't as fresh as you thought it was and it went bad much quicker than expected. Um, Maybe you accidentally shoved a leftover to the back of the fridge and no one saw it until it was too late. Uh, Maybe you had so many leftovers from dinner that got used for lunches that the lunch meat you bought never got eaten. So, I mean, regardless of the reason, food waste does happen. And I've been trying, at least for myself, to be more accepting of this because it bothers me so much when I do have to throw food out that I kind of have to just, you know, remind myself that, you know, this is just, it just happens sometimes and we do everything that we can not to waste food and I can't like beat myself up over, you know, having to throw out food um, on a rare occasion because I know that we're really doing everything that we can um, to, you know, to, to have that happen as little as possible. So I think it's just kind of important to, to remind ourselves of that. So as far as tips for reducing food waste, my number one tip um, is meal planning. Um, for those of you that listen, I'm sure you already know, I'm big into meal planning. I share my, my family's meal plan um, every once a week, every week, so that um, anyone that can use it to, to help them out with getting their meal plan together. Um, but I think that meal planning is so important, and especially with reducing food waste, because I think it's just kind of even just in the nature of going through the process of planning what you're going to eat and, and what you're going to purchase, um, it's, it's just, it really helps make sure that everything you purchase is going to get used because you're going to say, okay, here's what we're going to eat for the week. This is what I need to buy for these meals. So just kind of by the nature of going through that process, more likely than not, most of the stuff that you buy is going to get used to make those meals. It's not like you're just going to the grocery store and kind of grabbing random things and you may or may not wind up using them in meals. When you're meal planning, you already um, have a plan for exactly when you're going to use all those things that you're going to buy. Also related to creating your meal plan, that is um, a really big benefit in um, wasting less food, is checking your freezer or pantry first to see what you already have that you can use up in your meal plan for next week. So maybe you have some frozen meat, some frozen vegetables, canned vegetables, you might have some dry rice or pasta, um, whatever you have, look to see what you have and see how you can use those ingredients to start populating what you're going to make um, for your meals for the upcoming week. Because you've already purchased those items, so why go out and buy more stuff first before you've used up what you already have? Um, that, you know stuff that you already have on hand that you can use for your meals the next week. So not only does that step kind of um, help make sure food doesn't go to waste, but it also eliminates that frustration when you go to put away a box of pasta that you just purchased and see you already had three boxes of the same pasta in the cabinet. So, you know, it's it's frustrating to go buy ingredients that you already had at home, and it's, and it's spending money that you didn't need to spend. So check your cabinets, your cabinets and your pantry and your fridge first, see what you already have that you can incorporate into meals for the next week, and then put your meal plan together after that. That way you're going to use up what you already have at home. And then when you're creating your meal plan, make sure to put more perishable items earlier in the week and... Um, things that co- will stay better longer later in the week. So, like, for example, you'd want to use up fresh, fresh fresh vegetables and fruits that expire quickly earlier in the week, like right after you go food shopping, and then ones that last longer later in the week. And if possible, or when, you know, when possible, if you can get frozen fruits and vegetables, um, you know, fruits for smoothies, vegetables for side dishes, um, they won't go bad and they're actually just as good for you. And then you don't have to worry about them going bad. Um, You still, of course, want to make sure you use them. But if, you know, you have a night where you can't cook a meal or whatever, you don't have to worry because you had frozen vegetables and you don't have to make sure that you use those up. So I try and do kind of a mix of those um, just so that it's not like I have to make sure I cook everything every single night, like in case something comes up. Because, um, you know, if they're all fresh ingredients, it can be hard to rearrange things if you need to. So, um, actually, so I wanted, that's one of the things that I wanted to mention. If you do have to skip a meal that was on the meal plan, you want to kind of take a look at your meal plan for the rest of the week and shift things around um, if you need to so to make sure you use up perishable items. So say, for example, if you were going to make a salad with fresh spinach on one night and you ended up not cooking that night for whatever reason, maybe you had a really busy night and you had to just get a pizza or whatever, um, look at your meal plan and see if you could shift things around so that maybe you can use that fresh spinach the next day or like as soon as possible. You know, maybe tomorrow you were going to be using, um, a frozen vegetable side dish. So you could say, okay, well, instead of that frozen vegetable, we'll save that. We can use that for another meal because that won't go bad. Instead, today we're going to use the fresh spinach so that we can use it up before it goes bad. So, Like I was saying, I try to have not too many meals using all fresh ingredients. That way I do have some flexibility in switching things around um, if I have to so that I can take a fresh ingredient that needs to get used up and move it to another night and then just save whatever the other side dish was going to be for another time or even later into another week if it's like a boxed rice or a frozen vegetable or a canned vegetable or something like that that doesn't necessarily have to get used that week. Another tip is to check your fridge on a daily basis to see what needs to be used up. Just like a really quick um, look through the fridge. Are there any um, containers in there that someone forgot about? Do you have maybe um, sour cream or cheese or too many eggs or whatever it might be that's in the fridge that needs to get used up? Um, You know, maybe if you have too many eggs, you can make some hard-boiled eggs to use for lunches or snacks or add to salads. Or um, if you have too much American cheese, maybe make some grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch one day. Um, You know, just kind of uh, take note of what you have in there. That way you can be making sure that you use it up. Sometimes you'll just forget. You know, even um, say you have like lunch meat in the fridge and you see like, oh, we've had this for... couple days and there's still a lot left here this probably isn't going to get used up um can you maybe like break it up and put it in a salad with dinner or whatever or certain lunch meats you can even freeze Um, like for example ham freezes pretty well it's not like my favorite where i would want to use it on a sandwich because it does get like when you defrost it like it gets a little bit watery like i don't know maybe it's only certain hams or whatever but it's still really good to use if you were gonna do like ham and eggs or like put it like as ham like on a grilled cheese sandwich, like a grilled ham and cheese. Um, so see if there's anything that you have that maybe can be frozen. And then also check to see if there's any leftovers in there that you can use as sides with another meal. Um, whenever I make dinner, I always try and check the fridge to see if there's side dishes left over from the last couple of nights. That um, even if there's maybe just a little bit I just stick it in the microwave and heat it up and put it out as an extra side dish. And usually someone will eat some of it. Even if it doesn't all get eaten, um, usually at least one person in the family will wind up getting some of that as an extra side dish with their meal. So it really helps use up those leftovers just by kind of heating them up and sticking them out with the rest of the food. And even if it's something that wouldn't necessarily go with the meal, like even say if it was like Leftover, I don't know, pork chops or something, and we're having hamburgers tonight. Sometimes I'll even just say, say there's like two pork chops in the fridge, I'll just like heat them up and put them on a plate and put them out with the hamburgers. And maybe someone feels like having one of them instead of a hamburger, or maybe someone just cuts off a piece and has it with their hamburger, like whatever. It doesn't have to like traditionally go with the meal. Just heating it up and putting it out, oftentimes, um someone will wind up eating some of it. So even if it doesn't all get eaten, at least you'll get more of it eaten than if you just let it sit in the fridge until you realize it's too late and then the whole thing just gets tossed in the trash. So if you just kind of try and be creative in using those things up and just and really just checking, like I think just checking the fridge on a regular basis is really important because sometimes we honestly just forget that stuff is in there and then that's when it winds up going bad. Another tip is to store food in a way that promotes less food waste. And what I mean by that is storing your food so that you can easily see what you have. You know, um, for pantry-type things, keeping things together as much as you can, like keeping all your pastas together, your rices... Your um, canned vegetables, like maybe have like all the corn together, all the green beans together, like whatever. Um, you know, not going crazy, but kind of having it like as far as organization is enough to be like perfectly sorted. But you want it in a way that when you check your cabinets, you can easily see what you have. Like you, you know, if you have like two boxes of pasta in one part of the cabinet, and then another one kind of got stuck two cabinets away, you know, you're not gonna be able to see. So sometimes it just takes like reorganizing and just even kind of going through your cabinets just to see what you have and kind of putting them back together so that like items um, are stored in the same spot so that you can quickly see what you already have. Um, For me, the most challenging part of keeping food together um, in a way that I could see what I had was related to my chest freezer. So I have a chest freezer um, in our basement and what used to happen is, like, say I buy, a, buy meat. Whenever I buy meat, especially, like, chicken, I'll usually buy, like, the bigger package so that's cheaper per pound. And then I would portion it up and then, you know, freeze it in portions. And I would use whatever I was using that week. And then the rest of it I would keep for the future. But with the chest freezer, like, so much stuff would end up in there. And then everything would just be kind of piled on top of everything. And I never... Knew like exactly what I had, I would kind of like look around in there. But I mean, to see everything that was in there, I would literally have had to empty the whole freezer, which was impossible. So oftentimes I just would not know um, what was in there and I would buy stuff and then realize that I already had it. So I looked for some tips online on how to organize a chest freezer. And one of the tips that I found um, actually, no, I don't think I looked online. I think I actually posted on like a Facebook group or something. And someone suggested using the reusable grocery bags to store like items together in the freezer. So I bought a bunch of them on Amazon. And I bought like light colored ones so that I could write on them with a the sh- the Sharpie marker. Like one says like chicken breast. One says ground beef. One says bone in chicken, whatever. And um, whenever I buy this stuff, I put those items In those bags and stick them in the chest freezer so everything is together. And when I wanna see what I have, I literally could just pull those bags out and stick them on the floor next to the freezer and I can see everything that's in there. And if I wanna see if I have chicken, I go to the bag that says chicken breast. I look in there, okay, I have two packages, I'm good for next week, whatever. I could see exactly what I have. And um, now I never have that instinct where you find a freezer burned package of chicken that you bought a year ago because it was shoved at the bottom of the freezer and you didn't even know that you had it. So it's really, really helped me. So if you have any area um, that you're having a challenge in keeping things organized in a way that you can see what you have, maybe do a search online or if you're in a Facebook group, um, you know, just ask for some tips because that really helped me. So I'm sure there's other tips Um, on how to organize food better, but I think it's really important to organize what you have so that you can see what you have so that you're using it up and not letting it go to waste because it's not only the freezer stuff, you know, stuff in your cabinet too um, can expire and, you know, you just, you want to make sure that you use it before it goes bad. And then my last tip is just really being mindful of freezing leftovers whenever you can if you don't think they're going to get eaten in time. So what I try and do is if we have a lot of leftovers and I can just tell by the amount of leftovers that we have that it's very unlikely that this is all going to get eaten up, I'll, I'll freeze a portion of it right away. I'll usually keep some of it out so that whoever wants to have some within the next day or two can have some. But if I know there's just too much, I'll just freeze it right away. Um, of course, this is for, only for things that can be frozen. Um, but some of the things that I'll do this with are like chili... French dip, uh, pasta sauce, soups, things like that, Um, pulled pork, um, any of those, um, you know, crock pot meat type things, those type of things that I just mentioned, they do freeze really well. And um, what I'll do is I'll try and freeze them in small enough portions so that I know that when I do take it out to defrost it, the portion that I take out will all get eaten because I don't want to um, freeze this like huge portion. And then take it out to defrost it, and then half of that winds up having to get thrown out because it was just too much. So, um, you know, having that can really make, um, you know, make it good for like a quick, uh, a perfect, like a a quick little lunch on a weekend, or like a quick meal on a busy night, or whatever. You know, you can just pull them out, defrost them, and then use those things up. Um, And those little, if I freeze up little things like that, I kind of have like one spot where I keep like those types of little frozen um, extras, I guess. I have like a little um, basket that's in my chest freezer and I kind of put those things right there so that I see them right away when I open the freezer. So again, it's a kind of about making sure you have the things stored in a way that you're not gonna forget about them. So that's all I really have um, for today. I think for the most part, it's really just about being mindful about the food that you're purchasing and making sure you have a plan to use it up or freeze it and to just kind of check especially what you stick in your fridge after it's already been cooked to see how you can use that food up and to check that produce and make sure you always use that first earlier in the week um, so that it gets used up before it has a chance of going bad so that's it for today um, don't forget you can email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can also follow me on instagram and facebook at lolasfrugallife You can find blog posts for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And you can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram. Also, if you can take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. Um, it's, it really helps with having the show come up in more search results so that other people can find it. So I'd really love to continue to grow our audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.